Do you feel like you have your own gifts and you want to explore and expand them? How many times do you have dreams that just come true or you will simply know something? Well, guess what? You can expand and develop your gifts today. Go to ColbyRebel.com and visit my classes. I have e-courses that you can watch and learn in the comfort of your home. Everything from intuition, psychic, to even connecting to loved ones on the other side. So visit ColbyRebel.com and start developing your gifts today. Star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel. I am so excited for tonight. This is beyond a special treat that I have in store for you. It's a really special story and a special journey and really a very special guest. But before we get started, I want to give you a couple heads up for some events. As you know, last week I had Joe Shiel on Spirit Artist. And tomorrow night is our big event, Love and Messages, an evening of spirit. There's only a few tickets left. So if you are interested, please be sure to grab your ticket. They are almost sold out, but we are so excited about it. We've been chatting about it all week. And additionally, the circles start next week, okay? So those development circles kind of get those gifts strengthened. If you're in the advanced, that starts next Tuesday night. And the beginners will start Wednesday night. So please be sure if you want to get in that you go ahead and sign up. So let me tell you about our guest tonight. So I came across her kind of accidentally and I was just you know how it is, right, guys? Spirit steps in and spirit's like, this right now, do this right now. And I was so inspired by her. And I know spirit was inspired that they had me reach out to her. She's amazing and she's beautiful. And she's just so humble and really has this amazing power and this her own intuitive gift, really, in what she does. So I really wanted to ask her on. And, you know, I had that connection. As many of you know, I used to be a professional fitness model. So it's very near and dear to my own heart. So my guest is Justine Swatala. She is a health and fitness expert. She is the founder of Fit Health Moms and her brand is her business. She is just so passionate about helping you really live your best life and really owning who you are. And a lot of that is through fitness and weight loss and really this that overall mindset. And so with that, I want to please put a warm welcome out there to 
Justine Switala. Hello, Justine. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your show and the most beautiful introduction. <laughs> oh, I am just so excited to have you and talk to you. As you know, I reached out to you a few weeks ago, really, because you kind of had wrote this story and it was very empowering. It was vulnerable, it was empowering. And I just, I, I just kind of realized there's a journey bigger than we realize that we all go through. This transformation is, is on so many levels. And I thought, you know, you, you absolutely know about this. And it's like, I wanted you to, to share that. So why don't you, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, how did you get into the fitness industry, first of all? Sure. Well, I've always had a passion for fitness. I grew up playing sport as a child and I loved dancing. I loved being on stage. I loved being active. I went overseas for about six years and ended up in Australia, in Melbourne. And I was a dental nurse, could you believe? And I was really unhappy with the nine to five grind and, and being, um, you know, stuck in that Monday to Friday sort of working week as I felt like there was more for me. And so I ventured into the fitness industry back then, started out as a you know, receptionist in a gym, then I went on to group fitness teaching and personal training. I was a manager of a gym at one time. And then I started competing. And I just, I just, I don't know what happened. I guess it was just alignment. And I, I was so passionate about the industry. And I just kept doing really well at whatever I set my mind to. And I loved it. I didn't feel like I was working like at all. It just felt like I was living my best life, you know. And for many years, I trained people. And it wasn't until I had my son seven years ago that I moved my business completely online so I could help um, women still, uh, but be at home with my son. So it's it's been a real journey, a real adventure, lots of highs, lots of lows. And yeah, a, a real journey to self-discovery as well, which is what I think we're here to talk about today, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely love it because, you know, you are so successful and clearly connect to so many women around the world. You are in Christchurch, New Zealand, correct? Right. And uh, as, as many of my listeners know, I have been to New Zealand a couple of times and I absolutely love it there. Cannot yeah. wait to return. So next time we're going to meet in person. But, you know, you I, I saw this one post where, you know, 2020 was hard. I think you you had a little bit of a a, a period where things weren't so healthy. Do you mind just sharing that and talking about that with the listeners? Absolutely. So I guess, you know, a bit of a backstory, you know, I, I went through in Melbourne before I moved back to New Zealand. So I moved back to New Zealand uh, just before COVID hit, not because of COVID. I actually consciously made the decision to move uh, and the universe had my back because we got back, me and my son and everything worked perfect. And then we went into lockdown here. Um, but back in 2019, I fractured my foot when I was out at a nightclub dancing, being silly, and it set me back uh, physically. I couldn't walk for eight weeks. I was in plaster. I nearly needed surgery. It was a roller coaster for me, for someone who uses their body as their work. And physically, I, I couldn't do the things that I love to do, that I needed to do for my work, my business. And I lost a lot of my um, 
confidence, my motivation. And that was the beginning of a real transformation um, for me. And that's when when things go wrong, it's always you, you take one road. It's either you, you, you dive down or you, you rise up. And, and those dive downs can be for long periods of time. I believe that 2019 into 2020 and then all of 2020 was, was that downtime for me. I lost my confidence. I had some complications with some surgery that happened last year with my implants and I had to get them out. And I just felt like I was getting thrown all these physical things that were out of my control that were hindering me from being able to do the things that I love but that gave me the opportunity to focus on uh, I guess um, the things that I needed to work on that I that I thought I had together but quite clearly my emotional and mental uh, health wasn't quite where I needed it to be to to really soar as a fitness and health expert women's health expert holistic health coach you know like all of the things that I sort of see myself as now but during that time, I started becoming reliant on red wine and, you know, I, I was hiding away. I felt very alone and unsupported and I had people around me. Don't get you, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I was in my head and I just, you know, would sit down and have a couple of glasses here or there. Like it wasn't like a bottle of night or anything. It was just something that I was using to um, help me with my stress and my sadness, my grieving. And, you know, it, it, um, it got to the point where last year, it just got worse and um, I, was, I wasn't who I was, who I knew I, I could be. I was out of alignment and I made the decision on Boxing Day 2020 to, to stop drinking and I haven't had a drink since. And the, the transformation in the last, it's been, what, six weeks has been massive. It's been huge. I've literally transformed my business model, my, my mental, emotional health, my messages, my writing, my clarity, my, my sleeping, my stress, my, mm -hmm. the list goes on. It's been a <laughs> life <-changing. laughs> I, you, you needed a round of applause for that because that does take an, a huge amount of courage to, you know, face that, right? Face that, face that in your own personal world, but then courage to share that story. But, you know, we, we always, spirit gives us these challenges, right? They give us these experiences. And I really do feel like, Justine, they are given to us to allow us to help others in a new capacity and in a new way. And, you know, that may have definitely been a step back, but it certainly allowed you to kind of peel away the layers and spirit to kind of put you in a position to help other people in, in this same kind of way that you may not have necessarily recognized before, right? Don't you think like now you'll recognize this in some of your potential mm -hmm. clients? Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was justifying what I was doing behind closed doors. And that means that I was allowing other women that I work with or um, to do the same. And, you know, I don't, I don't have any judgment and, and everyone's on their own journeys and paths. And, and, and But I, I feel like with women, we are standing in our own ways. And I was literally, in a, it was, it's a form of self-sabotage really, because I was dimming my light to conform and to stay low and to keep myself in the shadows really, you know, and, um, and a lot of women don't realize, I guess, what, what they're doing. They're not, not quite there yet or ready to take that, that leap of faith. And uh, you'll, you'll understand this, Colby, is like as a healer or, or a coach or a, we go through these like life-changing moments, the growth, the lows, 
to then share and help others. And I believe that's been the story of my life with, you know, um, becoming a single mom and then breaking my foot and then the implants and now the alcohol. So I've got a, a big back history of um, of pain that I've worked through. Like I've seen, I've spoken to a psychologist, I've done spiritual healing for seven years. I've done Reiki, body healing, energy healing. Uh, you know, I've invested a lot of time and effort and energy into myself my physical body my emotional body my spiritual body because I, I I didn't see any other way and now I want to be able to offer that to other women so do you do you feel like you're going to use this experience to teach others maybe to write a book um to kind of take it to a whole new level yeah writing a book I, I think that, yeah it's you're probably like, not easy the, Colby easy yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's funny because I feel like it, it I could there's a lot that I could write about and um and I feel like in, in the next five to ten years that could definitely happen um you know I want to build my online business back up to where it was um because two years prior to 2021 I slumped and I wasn't um, confident enough to to really speak my truth and now I'm ready to step back onto my platform and empower and assist other women and grow my business and empower women from all around the world because my business is all online and you know um, my partner is gonna uh, build a gym for me in my backyard so I can you know get some clients here in Christchurch and train people from home and, and have that physical connection as well because I'm I'm an extrovert I need to be around people so you know we've got lots of plans uh, for 2021 I just I just I haven't looked back honestly it's been the most invigorating scary but um, amazing time to and, and then to be able to share this with others is just it's it's the great thing about social media and working online and you know there is a real plus to having a following is that you can lead from the front and really make a difference to people's lives. What what was the lowest point? So you said Boxing Day, which I think is our Christmas. Am I right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Was there something in that moment? Was it like a persistent feeling you were getting? Was there a voice you heard? Was there anything that was just this moment of recognition mm. for you that said, I have to change? Yeah, I think I knew it was coming because I felt anxious about the fact that I knew I was stopping myself. My partner's very honest and he was, you know, lovingly showing me support, but also, you know, expecting or talking to me in ways that, you know, Justine, you're better than this. And it was like I had to hear it a few times and I'd go, oh, shut up. You know, I'm not really here. I'm not really here. Uh, and then I, I think it was, yeah, Boxing Day when I woke up in the morning and I turned to him and I just started crying and I said, I can't do this anymore and I'm going to get emotional now. Um, yeah, it was huge. It was huge. And he just hugged me and, yeah, we just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's hard, you know, as a fitness person myself, you know, it's hard because people around you will kind of judge anyway, right? They, they, they kind of have the, they have this judgment that you know everything or that you don't need any help, and you did need help. You, you did oh, yeah, need, yeah. and and so you know, it's it's good that you have found that. It's good that you have an amazing partner, right? Kudos. Um, and you are on the other side of that. Do you do feel that? You know, is alcohol now something you don't think you're going to touch anymore? This is sort of where I'm at at the moment with it. I don't know. I, I don't um, I don't want to go near it at the moment. I'm just in complete flow and alignment. And I feel like feeling good is more important to me right now. And 
I want to stay focused and the momentum that I'm building within myself and within my business is it I don't want to hinder that at the moment yeah. so you know I don't I never say never I do hope that there'll be a time when I can have a glass of red wine with Sean and at dinner and we can you know so at the moment, I'm not saying no, I'm not saying yes. <laughs> you're, just, you're just being present, just which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one, of our, one of our listeners, Debbie, has a question. So what, are your, what is your daily routine or what are your rituals? Anything that you can share with the listeners? Yeah, definitely. I've started, uh, the thing with um, the alcohol, it was actually inhibiting these rituals that were, um, I knew about, this is the stuff that I was telling my clients to do, but if I'd had a glass of wine, I wouldn't go and pour myself a bath or I wouldn't go for a walk or I wouldn't, you know, meditate or do some journaling because it changes your state in instantly. So since I made the change and the decision, you know, I'm getting up in the morning, I'm meditating, um, I'm doing more stretching, more breath work, getting out into nature. Um, you know, having baths with um, salts in them and candles and listening to music or um, and yeah, it's just it's just those small things doing lots of journaling. I've got my little mum boss lady journal here so, <laughs> um, doing lots of journaling and yeah, that, that's sort of what I'm, you know, it's, it's great to feel in alignment with what I preach. And this is the thing. I'm literally preaching what I'm doing now and for, for a couple of years there, I knew what I needed to do and I could help other people do it. I just couldn't help myself. So yeah. it's an empowering feeling to get to that stage where you're changing your own life and empowering yourself and stepping into your own power, but then have the ability to do the same for women. And when you're in alignment, I feel like I've got the whip out now. I'm like, you know, Juzzy's kind of got the whip out and she's ready to really just, you know, say some hard truths. If it's what women need, um, I'm, I'm going to say it in a loving way and with all, all, all the greatness that I can because I just want the best for people. Yeah, yeah, very, very powerful. And now you have children. How did this impact your relationship with your children? And, you know, now what is it like? Share that because, you know, we, we have a lot of moms out there and, you know, it has been difficult for women and, and families, we can't just say women, but for people to balance uh, the financial stress, the at-home stress, the taking care of the children. So share with us, you know, how, how's that relationship with your children then, now, anything that you can share? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's made me a calm mum or present or fun mum, you know, like last year moving in with my partner um, and taking on his son. So um, Mason's nine and Leo, my son, is seven. And so I had I had the transition of a blended family going on on top of everything else. And anyone would know that that transition can be quite challenging. There's lots of things that come into play that you've got to, um, you know, recognize and acknowledge. And it takes a lot of communication between the partners as well and understanding and softening. And, you know, so there was a lot of juggling going on there. But we got there in the end and I believe that it just it just continues to grow and get stronger. But I was frazzled last year. I was resentful towards Sean and, um, you know, feeling like I'd been, um, things were unfair, that I, I was I, I was taking on too much that I couldn't handle. And I could handle it, but I just wasn't willing to handle it because I had so much going on. And, you know, I'd pick the kids up from school, come home, get dinner ready, have a glass of wine. And that would make me fun, I'm fun mum. And but it wasn't energetically the fun mum, you know, that I wanted to be. So this year I've noticed that I'm coming. I, 
it's um, I'm I'm the same mum, but I'm present and I'm and I'm um, you know and I'm I'm genuinely happy. Like to have a genuine happiness, and if the kids react or do something silly, I don't go ah. I just I like you know I breathe and I talk to them and I just feel like I've got everything going on in the right order and it's not completely dispersed and I'm not screaming at them or you know crying and then Sean walks in the door and I'm like you know like it's you know because I've had a shit day it's it's the complete opposite now so it's 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 changed everything for me yeah and I think I find that children are just naturally very intuitive right they just pick up on energy and so I think when you know the wine is in it it just it does it changes the chemistry it changes the energy they could probably feel it so do you feel like I mean and like do you feel like there's more trust they have with you now do you understand what I mean with that yeah, I mean it's funny actually. I put it. I still use the wine glasses um, without the the stems for my Coke or Coke Zero or yeah, my yeah. lemon water. Or, you know. So the other day I pulled that out and I poured myself a Coke Zero. And Leo goes, "Mum, is that your new wine?" <laughs> you know, and he's seven, so he he's got such a big memory of wine. And I thought to myself, I laughed, and then I was like, "Oh man, like my seven year old knows that I drink wine. He doesn't know what it does to me, but." I'm, you know, it's ingrained in, in, in my seven-year-old's mind that that's what mum, mum does or did, and I, and so yeah, I think they know, you know, and he's, um, my son especially because he's been with me, you know, obviously from the start and been through a lot together. Him and I, when, when I was a single mum back in Melbourne and stuff, so I feel like, yeah, I mean, kids are kids; they're pretty resilient, but I, I, I do think that there's a different, a definite energy shift yeah. because they can feel that I'm calmer and I'm, and I'm genuinely like you know, there for them and happy. Yeah, that's really wonderful. Uh, any goals for yourself? So we want to build your business. You, you're going to get back into it. And you've got this Fit Health Mom, M-U-M, which is so cute. Just what is that? Tell us about that and share, share with us, please. So Fit Healthy Mums was my first online program that I created. I did that, you'll never believe, from the couch while I was breastfeeding Leo. Uh, it took me about six months to create, and I invested a lot of money because back then, seven years ago, the online world wasn't like it was today. Uh, and I launched that when Leo was six months old, and then um, and that blew up straight away, which was great because there wasn't a lot of competition around in regards to pre and postnatal programs. But then, as the market got saturated, I had to evolve the program, and I, I transformed that into Mind Body Overhaul, where I started doing some more one to one online coaching with women via Zoom. And I, I took on a smaller group, so like twenty to thirty women each time, and we did eight week blocks. And that's when I really got stuck in and did a lot of coaching online with women, and um, that was amazing. That was great. And then, and then, as after I broke my foot and I lost my confidence, and I, I just started not having the urge and the push and the desire. Social media can be really hard when you're struggling, and if you run your business on social media, you have to show up and you have to give, 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 give. And if you've got nothing to give, it can be really, really soul destroying and really hard. So I pulled right back on the push, and I just did what I had to do to get by. Um, and then when I moved back to New Zealand, I was like, I don't want to be in the fitness industry anymore. I don't want to be on social media anymore. And I was literally ready to throw it all in because I was just so, I'd lost my way completely. And then when we got back and lockdown happened, I was doing workouts in my backyard for free and I was uh, live streaming them and sharing them. And then I was like, 
I can't give this up. Like, I love this, you know, like I love helping people. So that's when I created FEM, which stands for Female Empowerment Movement Mindset and Education. And that's my company name here in New Zealand now. And that started last year with different programs that we ran towards the end of last year that I didn't really push. And I made it really cheap and affordable for women because of COVID. And I just wanted to integrate fun and flexibility and interaction because it was all live streams and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that's really great. That's really, yeah. and, and I, I'm sure it's, you know, it is that story of getting right back to your purpose, right? You tried to leave yeah. your purpose and they're like, nope, <laughs> yeah. get right back Definitely. into it. One of the watchers, they want to know, like, what's your favorite kind of healthy food? Uh, it, it, what's, if we had to go for healthy foods, what's on your list? Definitely. Okay. So I'm a creature of habit. I'm a politarian, so I don't eat red meat and I don't eat seafood. So I get my protein from chicken and eggs. Um, I love eating like protein pancakes, smoothies. I love um, anything salad and um, chicken based uh, like wraps or just a salad on its own with some sweet potato, oats with protein powder. Dinners for us are always vegetables and protein. Um, I'm usually giving the boys sort of bread rolls and pasta and I'll just have more salads and vegetables and, and that sort of stuff. So I, I've, I've not try, I don't wanna say trained myself because I love how I feel through what I eat. But I don't have a sweet tooth um, and I'm more a savory person. So I love cheese and, and that sort of stuff. So, you know, those are those are my staple go-to meals really. And I we've got dark chocolate. So if I feel like something, I'll have some dark chocolate. But, you know, I've, I've my, my, my self-control is great. We've got two bottles of wine in the fridge that have been there since last year that, I, you know, I don't, I haven't gone near. And we've got a block of chocolate in there as well that I haven't really opened. So... I, I, I think there's a switch in me when I know I, I'm nourishing my body. I eat enough throughout the day so I don't have those urges to go and binge on things. And I've got a really strong mindset when it comes to if I make a decision, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to have that and that's okay because I'd rather have something else that fuels me and makes me feel you know, healthy and, and vibrant and feeling good and energetic and lighter um, is, is the most amazing feeling. And I'll just add to that, since I stopped drinking wine, I lost two kilos. So this is inflammation, bloating, puffiness that we didn't, we, we don't realize that we carry when we, we drink alcohol and have toxicity in our body and our bodies um, aren't functioning well. Everything goes through the liver, you know, and I, you know, I wasn't striving to drop that weight. It's just the way it was. And I think going through that process, I'm like, wow, women need to experience this just to, just to see what their bodies would look like and feel like without alcohol getting in the way and that's when I created Fem 30 so as you'll notice everything's always in alignment with what I go through what I learn and the 30-day program that we launched this week is you know 30 days to reset recharge and rejuvenate so I'm really encouraging my clients to go alcohol free for 30 days yeah that's really great and you know it's it's something that anyone can do anywhere around the world, which is also mm. pretty fantastic, right? Yeah, definitely. What are, just so the listeners at home, two things. One is if, how would they know if they're struggling? What are some feelings? What are some emotions? Like, take us back, if, if you can, into memory to how you were feeling. Yeah. I want you to then share with us what do you do now? Like, uh, how's that feeling now to kind of reset now? What is it you do now in, in contrast? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great question. 
I, I think we know when we're out of alignment, you get a churning in your stomach, you, you feel anxious, you, you're short of breath, those sorts of things, um, and you shy away. So you're not stepping forward to have conversations with people or, you know, you're not really putting yourself out there. You sort of go quiet and, and withdrawn. And that's, um, and that's what I was doing for those two years, give or take, where I was really struggling. And now I think, you know, being completely conscious and aware of your thoughts and feelings and your physical body changes everything. Like I can get frustrated, but within like a couple of minutes, I'm back in and I'm just focusing on what I'm grateful for, what's going on, the positives. I'm not dwelling on silly little things or fear. I used to be really scared of judgment. My whole life I've been a people pleaser and having a life on social media can make that really difficult as well because you, you feel like you need to show up in a certain way. So I was um, very scared of offending people and always sort of questioning, oh, should I have said that? Oh, should I say this? Should I post that? Should I do that? I'm going to upset someone, you know? So I'm having these conversations with myself, whereas now I, I don't have that chitter chatter and worry about anyone else because I'm in complete control of, of what I'm saying and what I'm feeling and what I say is, is true to me. Does that make sense? So yeah. it's, um, it's, yeah. And so now though, you know, let's say you're feeling stressed or you just worked out really hard. What are some things you do to kind of reset your body now? Yeah, definitely. So stretching, going for a walk. Um, I've got a lady uh, who does the yoga and breath work within my Theme 30. So she's done some videos. So I'll just put her on in my lounge, roll out the mat, do some stretching. Um, uh, I did, obviously I'm doing the Gabby Bernstein. That's how we met. And um, I've, I've got her meditation. So if I feel, if I'm feeling into a feeling, I'll, I'll go into the bank of meditations and I'll, I'll find something that resonates and sit on my little meditation cushion and just, you know, uh, um, and take 10 minutes aside to do that. I'll have a bath. I'll even just go outside and sit on the grass and just be like, you know, <sighs> shake it off. Like, let it, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Angel, Angel has a question. She wants to know, do you, do you do any juicing? And if so, do you have any favorite juices? Yeah, I'm not like, I, I think they have their part. And I was having a conversation with my surgeon's wife the other day, actually, about juicing. And I think it's definitely good to cleanse and detoxify the body. Uh, it just becomes a bit, you know, iffy for me when it becomes a bit of a fad and we're relying on not eating to burn calories and lose weight because we want to be able to lose weight or um, drop body fat from eating food. Um, that's the the best way to do it and to, to maintain it to, for long term. So um, I love smoothies. Every morning I have a smoothie. My go-to smoothie at the moment is just half a banana, some fiber, so some um, linseed almond. I don't know if you get that in um, America, but it's like a fiber mix that you can have. I usually just have ice and water. I'll have some vegan protein. I'll chuck in ice. What else do I put in there? That's usually my sort of morning go-to. Oh, some collagen powder, good for the skin. <laughs> and that's my sort of go-to. But yeah, like I say, it's it's all well and good to do those things, but I feel like we need to teach people how to eat well. Um, and if you need a kickstart, definitely, you know, maybe do a, a 24 to 48-hour juice fast if you feel like that's going to help. But then you've got to be able to integrate the food that you need to start eating back in without overdoing it so that you're going to, uh, feel bloated and lethargic and gain the weight and you've gained nothing in the end. So you end up going around in circles. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, I always feel like in the spiritual community, um, and this is for me 
personally as well. I can't, you know, again, it doesn't mean it's for everyone, but I don't eat red meat myself because mm. I, I actually feel like it's heavy on the system. Mm. I almost feel like it kind of grounds the energy. So yeah. you said you don't eat red meat either. Is, you know, do you mm. feel like it impacts your energy if you do or when yeah, you well, did? I, I <laughs> Yeah, I did. I stopped when I was 14 and I don't, I don't know how, so I'm nearly 41. So work that out. That's how long I haven't had red meat. So, um, but just from research and understanding the human body, it does, it slows your digestive system right down. So if you're constantly putting in red meat, it makes it really hard for your digestion to, the digestive system to break it down. And that's going to make you tired. Um, and if it stays in your gut and you're not um, excreting the things that you need to, it can start to get toxic. And that's when you get bloated and it can have, you can have all sorts of issues going on. So, you know, it's really important that you do cleanse the gut and to do that, you know, you, you need to go through a process. Um, I did used to go to Thailand when I was, um, oh, oh, how many years ago? I used to go once a year and do a week um, health cleanse detox there and that used to sort of reboot me so I would fast for a week and have juice and all that sort of stuff clonic irrigation and that sort of once a year was like taking my car but me in for a service and we would do yoga and meditation so that I was I was amazed when I first did that to find out how unhealthy I actually was inside um, and that's helped I guess from then on now I just keep putting the good stuff in um, and my health and everything has has um, you know soared since I did those things so I definitely see a place for them and you know I'm not saying not to do those things but it is best to check uh, with a healthcare professional or you know see someone who's going to give you the advice if you need um, help with bloating, inflammation, anything that's going on internally. It's really hard just to guess or Google what's going on, you know, the problem with Google at the moment. So, um, but it's really good to also, like for me, I know my body so well. Yeah. So when something's not right, you know, I, I know straight away, whereas a lot of people don't know. So they keep doing the same thing. What about probiotics? Is there, do you have a, do you use probiotics? Do you have a favorite brand or is it just like, hey, it doesn't really matter which one I take? No, yeah, definitely. So I be, I take a probiotic. It's actually from Arbonne. It's a sachet one. So I think they've got, you've got Arbonne in the States as well. My friend works for them and I just put the little sachet in my morning smoothie and um, I have it every day. So it's really important, you know, with everything, um, with medications and if you're taking, uh, you know, any sort of pill form antibiotics uh, that we do counteract that with probiotics every day definitely okay and then one more here I kind of wish I had this problem but I don't so it's from a listener she actually has a hard time gaining weight so yeah. what would you you know again so we as women a lot of us especially as we get older and our hormones and again the wine we tend to enjoy right. it makes it hard with the, the weight but if you actually need to gain weight what would you what would you recommend to a client to you yeah, well, I mean, we've all got different body types. So there's there's women that will struggle to gain weight and there's women that will struggle to lose weight. We all carry weight in different places. So ectomorphs are the tall, skinny um, sort of, you know, um, shape. And for them, I guess, just eating lots of carbohydrates, sticking to um, weight training, like actually doing weights, not lots of cardio, because if you're doing lots of cardio, that's not going to help you put on some, you know, shape. It's not about 
getting massive. I've been lifting weights now for 15 years and I'm not big at all. Like, you know, I'm very petite and women are scared to get in and lift weights. Whereas I believe that there's so many benefits, you know, um, for healthy bones, healthy body. I've got shape now, you know, I've got a bit of a booty from squats and things. So you can sort of develop a nice shapely body just from doing weight training and that'll help you. So just making sure that you have complex carbohydrates after you weight train, um, that you're eating enough, you know, 2000 calories for someone, um, 18 to 2000 calories is probably what I eat a day. Um, a lot of women from my research with my clients tend to eat half of that. So they'll eat a thousand calories a day and protein would be like, um, under half of what they need for their daily intake. So I help my clients with their macros and I show them that they need to increase protein, slowly start to increase calories and show them that they don't need to starve themselves to lose the weight. So I digressed a little bit there, but it's just from my experience with under eating versus overeating with women as well. So oh, yeah. it's very, very helpful though, especially, you know, cause a lot of the listeners are like, Hey, that sounds like me or that sounds like me. Um, yeah. So how about a little mini reading? Do you want a little mini reading? Oh, I love one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this will be, we'll go psychic. How's that? You uh, kind of okay. knowing about your life and what's coming in. Okay. So there's just a couple things. If a couple things I keep getting, I absolutely do feel your business is 100% going to just explode. And I really, I honestly feel like a lot of it has to do with this story because so many people can connect and relate to this story, okay? And so don't be afraid to share the story. Don't be afraid to kind of put it out there because I feel like then people say she knows what it's like. She's been yeah. through this, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I see a program that you are going to create. So you've got this kind of fitness program, but I actually see a television program that you're going to create. So I feel like it's something on screen that you're going to yes. be invited to do or put something together. So I feel like that's going to come up even in the next year or two is coming up for you. Okay. And I feel like with your partner, I, I do feel like this is an amazing relationship. I do feel like he's in it for the long haul, which is very exciting. And I think it was hard on him. So maybe one of the things to do is to open up lines of communication just because I do feel like, I think there was a time like he didn't know, it's almost like he didn't know what to say or how to say it. And it was really uncomfortable, but he did it. You know what I mean? So I feel like, you know, you being in the place you're in brings you two closer together. And, yeah. and it's also interesting. Have you, okay, so there, there is some baby feelings. So have you thought of, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm usually a good baby predictor. So have we, okay. have we, cause I really feel like, I really feel like a girl's coming in. So oh, wow. have we even entertained that idea? <laughs> oh, we've, no, we've sort of shut it down, but then we, but then we might have a little bit of a scare and then it's like excitement sort of, and then it's not. And then, so we sort of, we don't know. I think the thing with us is because we've both been single parents is that we want to nourish and enjoy our relationship. And I don't want a, something else to, to take my focus. So it's given me and Sean the time to really build a really solid re relationship that hasn't been easy, but we've been mirrors for each other. So it's like, 
whatever's needs working on, it's going to get worked on right here, right now. And we're going to get through this together. And he's taught me more than he would ever, ever know. He's, he's, uh, he's been very, very good for me, patient, calm, loving, and just keep showing up, you know, um, frustrating as well, because he's very fiery and I'm not used to that. And I'm an empath, but you know, like we're, we're, we're navigating and it, it, magically works it just it just is amazing so well it may magically have a baby you you may be uh, i want you to make sure you email me and let me know and say guess what folks? guess what it was, right. it, it was it was enough bonding time yeah yeah yeah. Um, That's okay. yeah honestly because i do i and i feel like he he would be you know just wonderful you know with a daughter i just feel like there's something about that kind of feminine energy mm -hmm. i think the boys would love it as well yeah. but i i just feel like for you it's a place where i just see you kind of taking where you are now and it just goes further it's like it yeah. really comes to a place where you are not only just speaking your truth you're actually very confident or comfortable in that truth you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it really yeah. gives me this sense where i feel like that's really going to expand and just just your following is really 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 going to grow and i really have this odd feeling that sean may go into business with you so maybe there's something that you somehow do together have you thought about that yeah but our property because he's a builder so okay. we want to do and he wants to build and renovate and um i can do the interior design somehow learn how to do that which i've we've just gone through renovations in our house and i'm learning um that i can't do the renovation part i've tried and broken things and just gotten in his way so i'll stick to the interior design <laughs> okay good one of the listeners says colby is usually correct on babies which <laughs> uh, <laughs> he'll watch this and he'll be like oh my god <laughs> no, I, I think he's more ready than you realize <laughs> I, I feel oh, like he yeah and and i feel like this experience that you have been through has just brought you closer together and even more intimate and you know at this point there's really nothing that can divide you right it's it's like no. you've been through it all and so I feel like there's just that connection that is absolutely going to get stronger and stronger. So do you have any questions you want to ask me while you got it hot? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, Whoo, this is, <laughs> no, this is, um, no that, that's great. I, uh, you're very right. It's already massively changed our relationship and how we communicate and how we, um, you know, he's stepping up and doing some things that I would never expect or think that he would do and he's doing them willingly because he wants to become a better version of himself for himself and for his his you know for leo and mason um and for me as well so i'm very proud of him for that but no i'm 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 yeah i don't think i've got any questions you're Thank doing you. really <laughs> great i feel like you're on a journey that is just keep stepping into that power right really keep shining your light as i like to say to everyone shine your light and shine it bright and you you are doing yeah. that and and I feel like you are helping so many women, you know, and people really kind of get to the best versions of themselves and to be able to yeah. do it unapologetically and to be able to kind of yeah. shed all the layers. As you said, you know, it's interesting if we give up alcohol and the toxins, what would our body look like? And, yeah. you know, but there's a lot of times maybe we emotionally eat or emotionally drink or, there's, you know, the trauma yeah. that we experience or, you know, just kind of hiding from reality sometimes. Right. Yeah.
women, sometimes yeah. you just like a good cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think, you know, self-sabotage can come in the form of limiting beliefs, you know, your inner thoughts. It could be food, it could be alcohol. You know, it, it, there's, there's, there's something that we use as a crutch. It doesn't, you know, drugs, whatever it is. And, you know, once you you realize that what it is that's holding you back, you can do the work to overcome it. And it, it's not an easy process. It's it's very lonely. It's uncomfortable. It can be painful. But, you know, from personal experience, you do, you, you keep pushing yourself to get to that point and you do, you'll have a breaking point and at that breaking point, you'll have a breakthrough. And once you've had that breakthrough, it's like nothing can stop you. So whatever area in your life you need to focus on relationships, career, your, your mum life, you know, your personal development, you'll just start to soar and everything will make sense. Um, and you'll be grateful for, for the downtime, for the, for the times where you felt the lowest because feeling happy and, and, you know, completely elated, you can only feel that way and know what that feels like when you've been rock bottom. So, And as an empath, you know, you feel the feelings of others, right? And you're very sensitive. You know, how, how does that impact you now? Yeah, uh, like, well, I've always yeah, felt into other people and how, how they feel or treat me or what they say. Like, I, I don't watch a lot of the news. I don't see what's going on in the world. I try to really focus on what's right in front of me. And it's really helped because if I start reading too many posts on, you know, Facebook about what's going on in the world or watch the news and, and I, I just start feeling really heavy and I'm like, oh, no, I can't do this. So as soon as I stay in my own lane and make that decision, you know, to, to not look at the things that I know that I'll feel into and feel awful and, and I can't help these people and how am I going to help them? Oh, the world's, you know, I um, I just focus on what I can control and that's me and, and, and the power that I have with the voice that I have on my social media platforms and with my clients and, and within those people around me. So, so yeah, I, um, I just try, I guess now I, um, I just put a little blanket around me when I, when I don't want to feel into anything and I just try and remember that it's not my stuff. It's not my stuff. It's not my stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, a friend of mine a long, long time ago gave me this trick to, to turn your mirrors out, right. So that they yeah. are forced to look at themselves and you don't absorb that energy. Cause you know, you, your emotions can ride on the energy of someone else, right. As you know, so yeah, I just want to take a, a moment to show the listeners, you guys, this is Justine's little resume here. She is the founder mm -hmm. of the Fit Healthy Moms, a TV presenter, fitness expert for Body Blade, online fitness and health instructor, obviously as a three-time magazine cover. You can see that this lady absolutely knows what she is doing. You know, Justine, it has just been such an honor to have you here and to have you share your story so organically with us. And I really, I just appreciate it so much because, you know, I, I know this is going to help so many women out there. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, like, I, I believe, like you say, you, you, pop, you saw my post and this is happening now and you're, you don't even realize how much that email that you sent me was like, I had another moment where I'm like, wow, you know, the, the power of just being your true self and showing up and being vulnerable and speaking your truth, there's so much power in it. So it doesn't mean you have to share your story with the world, but you know, just with those around you. But first and foremost, you've got to be honest with yourself. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we talked about this social media following and your website. Let's give everyone, uh, what is your social media handle on Instagram and Facebook? 
it's just my name. So Justine on Instagram, it's Justine underscore Switala. So S-W-I-T-A-L-L-A. On Facebook, it's Justine Switala as well. And my website is JustineSwatala.com. So very easy to remember. Um, and yeah, I, inter I, I interact on uh, Instagram a lot. So I'm sharing lots of reels and information on recipes and uh, videos, training videos and mindset tips and everything through there as well. So Perfect. And, and for you viewers out there, you can see her name right there. Easy peasy to, to spell. Justine, I, do, I just want to thank you again. It really has been a pleasure. We'll have to have you back on. And I certainly hope we can meet up when I get to New Zealand next year. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Colby. I really appreciate your time and to everyone listening and watching. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. So Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> have a beautiful day and I will talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks, Colby. Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.